Welcome to You Love to See It, a podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and then tell you all about them. This week, we're in for a real treat because uh, we're watching 2005's Action Brofest Doom, starring uh, somehow Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Carl Urban, and Rosamund Pike. I'm going to just do the film description here in a second after I introduce my wonderful co host. Uh, we have fanbite.com features and trending editor Merritt Kay. Hello. And also, managing editor, Steven Strom. Hello, it's me. <laughs> it's me, Doom, Doom me. person, and uh, truly, truly, that's Doom. Oh, shit. Doom. <laughs> all your favorite characters hey. are here. The Imp, Pinky, <laughs> Hell Knight. We're all coming together. Happy BFG. birthday. The weird the yeah. demon babies from Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil. Doom, Doom 3, a good game, according to a very good feature we put up this week, actually. Um, yeah, I'm going to read the description of this beautiful film, Please and then I'm going to start uh, with a starter question for everyone. <clears throat> Here we go. <coughs> Doom is a 2005 science fantasy action horror film uh, directed by Andre Bartowiak and written by David Callaham and Wesley Strick, loosely based on the video game series of the same name by id Software. The <clears throat> film stars Carl Urban, Rosamund Pike, Razak Doty, and Dwayne Johnson. In the film, a group of Marines are sent on a rescue mission. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to laugh. <laughs> Sent on a rescue mission to a facility on Mars where they encounter genetically engineered creatures. So, uh, uh, Merritt and Steven, here's my big question for you. First of all, how much Doom have you played and how accurate slash fun slash terrible of a representation of Doom was this movie? Let's, let's start with you, Merritt. Okay, so I first played Doom, God, probably like... I don't even know probably like a little over 20 years ago when did doom come out like yeah, 93 93 like early, early to mid yeah. 90s yeah so definitely because, like 26 to 27 years ago yeah it was 94 okay so i remember my cousin showing it to me and being like really like whoa what is this and um and then also a friend of mine had like one of the episodes, I think, like because it was weird in that era, everything was like shareware. Yeah. And you never, you never really knew if you had like the full game or not, or at least I didn't because I was a child. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow, this is very different from my Mario's and Zelda's. <laughs> this is a whole different thing. It's much more like the Jurassic Park SNES game where you go into oh a my cave God. and shoot dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> Or Super Noah's Ark 3D. Uh, prior <laughs> to Doom, I had seen Wolfenstein on my dad's old laptop, which was one of those ones that weighed about 20 pounds, had a tiny screen in the middle of like the, the flip up. And it was, I think it was like an LCD screen. <laughs> like, so like a watch, basically. Yeah. Like, um, or like a Game Boy. But uh, yeah, and then, I don't know. I've never really been like a big Doom person. I feel like I didn't have my own PC at that time that I was like, and I probably I wasn't allowed to have Doom um, because it was like Mortal Kombat, one of those big, yeah, big points in the 90s of like video games are getting so violent. And like they were, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, but that was just know, the 90s. That was just the 90s. But then we got the, the ESRB out of that. And... Yeah, I kind of fell off. I don't know. I, I mean, I've, I know there have been Doom games. I've played a few of them, like 64 and all those guys. Uh, and then I played 2016 a few years ago. I really liked it. And I'm playing yeah. Eternal now. And it's, uh, it's good. And yeah, this movie is just like, it just seems, in, the, in one sense, it's like, why would you adapt Doom to be a movie? Because yeah. there's like no plot. On the other hand, how do you fuck it up this bad? <laughs> like, there are no demons in this game, in this movie. Right. Doom yeah. is just about killing demons on Mars, and there aren't demons. Yeah. That's, it's absolutely, oh my, yeah. So, Steven, Steven, I'll throw it over to you for now, but like, how? 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 
Go for it, Steven. Yeah, um, my initial experience with Doom was I had two M-rated games that I smuggled into my house when I was not allowed to have them when I was younger. Uh, they were Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon, if you remember that game. It was also a very good game. Oh my god, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I definitely played Fear. Um, it was one of the first video games I played on like my first gaming laptop. It's, Excellent. Uh, you know what? Not a bad place to start because Fear is an underappreciated classic, if you ask me. I think it holds yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another underappreciated game, I think, too, is Doom 3, which was the other M-rated game I had in my house at the time um, that I some the way that my house had its computer set up, the living room sat in front of the computer area and the computer area was kind of in its own like little nook alcove and so if you're sitting at the computer you could also like lean to your left and look and see the tv but anybody looking mm -hmm. back at you from the couch couldn't see what you were playing or doing oh. or whatever so i'd play these violent video games over there and then just like quickly alt tab to something else if uh my dad came to see me doing that uh <laughs> so that i wouldn't get caught and then hid the box somewhere in the house i forget where exactly uh, and that was my first Doom game, was Doom 3, and then later on, I bought, um, almost just, like, as a novelty for ten bucks, a collection, one of those, like, little Nancy Drew-ass cardboard boxes that had, like, seven discs inside of it that you could get at Target in, like, a clearance bin. I bought that, with the, which had Doom, Ooh, Doom yeah. 2, Final Doom, uh, Good. all in one collection, and then I played that, and then I played Doom 2016, and now I'm playing Doom Eternal as well. And I like those games a lot. I also liked Doom 3 a lot at the time, despite the fact that it was kind of derided. And I remember uh, I saw this movie in theaters when it came out. That was the last Incredible. time I saw it. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I'll be I'll be very brief with my history. I fairly similar. I didn't play the first game until way later on in life. And and then more than anything, I've, I've sort of appreciated it from afar rather than played much of it because I watch a lot of um, JP LeBreton is a game designer who does like wad Wednesdays or whatever, like goes mm -hmm. through like doom wads, which are, you know, modded levels uh, from doom or, or I think probably some other games of, of its ilk, but like just appreciated the weird design of it more so than like played it as a kid or anything. And then played the more recent games, of course, uh, 2016's doom and, <laughs> and now doom eternal. They're pretty good. They're pretty great games. They're very fun. They have a great tone. Unlike this movie, which is a piece of flaming shit. And also like, I remember it being a lot more fun than uh, maybe I uh, should have given it credit yeah. for. And <laughs> I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I watched this with my mom, uh, probably not too, too long after it came out. And uh, one day I will have my mom on this podcast, I promise, because she is the actual funniest human being on Earth. She's, you know, a Rhode Island, you know, 68 year old woman who loves shitty sci fi like nothing else in the world. And we have a lot of fun when we watch shitty sci-fi. And I remember watching this with her and just kind of laughing at it. And I was probably like 22 or 23. So it must have been, you know, it was already out on video or out on whatever the fuck we were watching it on. It was definitely in our TV in our house. So like, yeah, this is probably a year or two after it came out. And I just remember it being like a really fun, stupid piece of shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, spoilers, but the piece of shit part seems to have lasted, but the fun part is perhaps mm. slightly <laughs> lacking. Uh, it's not there a are fun some, movie. Yeah, it's not. There are it's, some like, fun joyless. Bits. There are some fun bits and pieces, uh, but really mostly just a bad Aliens ripoff without yeah. having a lot of fun, which you should have a lot of fun. Merritt, I agree with your initial assessment. How how do you fuck this up? It's shooting demons in the face and you're supposed to have fun with it. But it's like just a bad zombie movie aliens ripoff. And my God, there are really good performers in this movie. And how how did this happen? So that's, I guess, question number one here. I, I We always go through like positives and negatives. And I guess... Uh, <sighs> I guess if there's a positive, it's that some of the actors seem to know what kind of movie they're in. I think The Rock kind of knows what movie he's oh, in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is great early Rock acting. This is great yes. early uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah. what I, I love about him here is that he gets to play bad, yeah. which yes. I feel like he doesn't do enough. Like, 
the few times that I've seen him play a villain or like, you know, in this movie, it's like, well, is he a villain? Like, whatever. Um, but he's like a bad dude. He's a villain. He's so good. He's, he's incredible at it. And it, what it reminds <laughs> me of is like um, young Vin Diesel in like in Alone. Was it? That's not Alone in the Dark. Uh, oh, um, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, the first Riddick movie. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, in Pitch yes. Black, yeah. Pitch Black, yeah. Uh, because Vin Diesel in that is incredible. Yeah, and he's really good. I feel good. like, you know, he's moved more towards playing the sort of like, um, you know, hero kind of roles. He sort of sometimes still does that darker stuff. But The Rock is so good at that. And yeah. I mean, he was a bad like, guy in wrestling initially. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And like, and he's incredible. The line... I wasn't supposed to die is like (laughs) very good. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. Like (laughs) there are so many like God, but this is the like CW vacation before CW was doing this to superheroes of movies like video games Mm -hmm. were doing that video game movies were doing that where it was like, okay, well, obviously they can't be demons like in the video game because that doesn't make any sense. That's ridiculous. They have to be genetic mutants created by a 24th Mm -hmm. chromosome developed by ancient (laughs) Martians. (laughs) I can't even finish saying it. You're killing me. Um, Yeah, that's that's just how genetics works. Right. Yeah. The more chromosomes you have, (laughs) the the more powerful you are. Which is why when someone is born with an extra one, they get superpowers. Right. That's what happens to them every time. Um, And why why animals who are not as powerful as us have fewer. Right. Like a raccoon, maybe like eight, nine chromosomes max. You know, I'm gonna actually look this up. I have no idea. How many idea. chromosomes does a raccoon have? Oh, that's a good question. 16. Oh my god! Oh god! Are raccoons way more powerful than I ever oh imagined? Oh god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, wait. I have a list of um, animals by chromosomes. Okay. And um, a periodic table of chromosomes. Yes. Uh, guess how many raccoons have? Twenty-seven. Higher. 208. 32. Uh, no, 38. 38. Holy wow. shit. Um, mosquitoes have six. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. Fruit flies have eight. All right. Now we're getting. A, okay. My science is starting to look a lot better now. A pea, pl- a pea plant has 14. Oh, wow. Tasmanian devil also has 14. <laughs> and then let's get up to some higher ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are some animals that you think might be like more powerful than humans, according to Doom? <laughs> <laughs> um, octopus. Uh, octo- octopus. Uh, octopus not on this list. Oddly. Uh, Let me they wouldn't fit. They've got too many. Like a whale. sperm whale. <laughs> is whale really also? Why? This list is terrible. Boy. No sea creatures? Oh my god! Um, I may just be looking at this wrong, but uh, whale chromosomes. <laughs> whale. I'm like, <laughs> this is just like a, a random list of like a bunch of them. It's this like list of organisms by chromosome count. Okay, um, sperm whales have forty two. Octopuses have twenty eight, according to whale.org. Okay, oh, wow. so they're definitely more powerful than us. But yeah. also the to- the talking catfish, hundred and four. Holy shit! The, um, <laughs> That's why I can talk. That's why it's so smart. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Agrodiatus butterfly has 268. Jeez. One of the highest numbers among all animals. Wow. <clears throat> so they would definitely like be like a cyber demon, right? Yeah. They, like if when the they hedgehog, got mutated. African hedgehogs have 90. Wow. Great white shark, 82. Pigeon, 80. Damn. And, uh... The highest one on this list is the adder's tongue, Ophioglossum, which is uh, a fern, oh. a kind of fern. Okay. okay. It has okay. 1,260. Jesus. So, I mean. So, th- they are the most powerful. They've just decided. Yeah. Like, that, oh, being a fern is actually the highest level of life, and we, we don't need to evolve any further. This is actually yeah. great. And you guys can all do your shit. We're just going to chill. We're going to be ferns. Yeah. We're going to, and yeah. then you're going to put stuff between us and it'll be great. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. This is why uh, the Rock Dwayne Johnson wouldn't allow any of these mutants to get to Earth is because he was like, well, if this is what it does to humans, imagine what would happen if they mutated a fern. Ferns yeah, would just right? be stepping on people like the monster at the end of evolution. Yes. Yes. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, like, fuck. Can we can we just talk about Rosamund Pike? Uh, just for a second here. Always, uh, While Danielle. we're on, like, performances. So this woman was a Bond girl, like, three years before this. In the oh, probably worst Bond movie. Which one is uh, that? Die Another Day. The one with the Madonna song at the beginning. Is she? Wow. Well, isn't that the Hall- Halle Berry one, though? Isn't that? Yes, it isn't, is. I thought, I guess, I, I guess a, a Bond movie can have more than one, yeah. There were two Bond ladies in that one. She was in this. And then, like, she's an actual really good performer like she had an academy award nomination for gone girl she's the main character in gone girl like I mean, a few she, years later she played kate and, like, summer in johnny english reborn there there you go uh she i think has the shittest end of the stick in this movie as the scientist slash doctor slash twin sister of carl urban uh-huh. uh who has a tragic backstory where their parents died in an archaeological dig you know, where the chromosome creatures lived. And there are times with her lines where she's like walking across the floor, giving these like horrific lines about the chromosomes and, oh, only 10% of the human genome. Oh map. my God. And, like, the rest of it is, uh, <laughs> is just that the other 90% is like whether you're evil or not. Yeah. yeah. The fucking yeah. bizarre turn into like biological determinism at the end of this movie. That does doesn't make any goddamn sense because Look, like some people have the evil gene yeah right of course i forgot I don't know what to tell you i, I should have read more Ray bradbury uh, the religious Hitler man <laughs> the religious I man sorry i have to bring this up i just have to bring this up so, like, the the movie, look, it, it's a piece of shit. The writing is terrible and, like, the logic doesn't make any sense. But, like, I would forgive it if it were consistent with its logic. No, But yeah. the religious soldier guy knows that he's turning and, and kind of kills himself in a sacrifice. Exactly. But, like, if you do that kind of thing, aren't you, you know, in this dumbass shithead morality of good and evil... Very, very video gamey, by the way, which, you well, know, whatever. Yeah, but, like, he went, he did a paragon choice. good? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, exactly. Totally. Battles, but only only one in two million people has what we call the evil gene. <laughs> Hit, Hitler had it. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney had it. Mm-hmm. And Freddie Quimby has it. Oh, and please, also check Rock, out. Rock, Rock, Rock Dwayne Johnson has it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, boy. my no, God. That's, yeah, that, no, that's absolutely one of the weird things about this movie is like it, it introduces this like idea for apparently no reason whatsoever. And because it, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't make, even within the logic of the movie itself, it makes no sense. Like, why why even waste our time introducing this concept? Why not just have The Rock be evil? Like, and you don't have to tell us that there's an evil gene that makes people evil. Just have The Rock be evil. It, And then it would make the fact that, like, apparently 75% of the scientists working at this place that all get turned into zombies were just evil. I guess it was just, I, mean, I guess they were just evil. You have to expect that there's a certain amount of screening for mm-hmm. the UAC where they're like, they only want evil applicants, right? Because <laughs> oh, they're doing evil yeah. stuff. Yeah. Should we talk about what actually happens in this yes. movie for yes. people who That's probably a good wisely idea. are not yeah. going to watch it? So basically <laughs> the setup is in the future, we discover a portal to an ancient city on Mars below the Nevada desert. Never explained. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's just there. Um, and, uh... So the UAC, the Union Aerospace Corporation, which is basically, you know, Wayland yutani um, yeah. from Alien, they are attacked by a monster. They send out a distress call, and these Marines go to the <laughs> facility, uh, and their code names are Sarge, mm-hmm. uh, who is with the Rock, Duke, who is. The old religious guy, that's his character. Oh, no, sorry, that's Goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Duke is the big Duke, guy? No, Duke, Duke is the is, gamer. is the cute one who tries to flirt yes, with uh, yeah. Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Um, Destroyer, who has a large gun, and <laughs> I, he honestly doesn't really do say that much in this movie. Uh, Portman, who is the, the requisite creepazoid of the yep. squad. And this is a role ugh. that has been well-documented in action films. Like, if you think back to Predator, which yeah. is a movie that... Danielle and I watched recently. Yeah. 
there's a guy in Predator who, like, right from the beginning, you're like, I can't fucking wait for this guy to get iced by the Predator. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and I feel like you need that guy. And Richard Brake, I just want to say, like, I feel like he's has the best performance in this movie. Like, his character fucking sucks, and, like, we all hate him. But, like, he's so good at it. He's yeah. so good. Uh, he's like this transphobic misogynist, like weed dealing yep. anti able or he's a, uh, rather he's a ableist. I mean, yeah, yeah, he just fucking sucks. But then he also is the voice of reason when he's just like, "Hey, shouldn't we like call for help or something?" Like right. that's yeah. normal operating procedure. And the Rock's like, "No, we don't." And he's just yeah, like, "Okay." It's, it's very confused. It's and he very also, confused yeah, he is. definitely also does speed and gives speed to the kid. Yep. Um, Which is very, have, very evil. Yes. You have the kid, um, and then you have Mac, and the joke with him is that he has a Japanese name that no one <sighs> wants to say, and so they call him Mac. Uh, oh, and then Reaper, obviously, who is, oh, yes. uh, who is our Reaper man, Grimm. Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. John Reaper, Grimm. John Reaper Grimm. That's mm -hmm. him. Who, That's hey, a fucking, like... Hey. Hey, Merritt. General Grievous ass. <laughs> <laughs> Merritt, you gotta understand. They're Marines, not poets. That is true. That explains why he's Reaper. But I not like why he's Grim. That line is legit like this entire movie. Like that, I think okay, this line, line was like, just them enough, talking right? to the writers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you know this, but The Rock was offered the role of Reaper initially. Oh. Mm, to be the good guy. Yeah, and he turned it down. He wanted to play Sarge because he thought the character was more interesting, mm. which oh, shit. I agree, kind of is. I mean, not that anyone is interesting in this movie, but uh, marginally more so as the guy <laughs> who is like committed to his job to the point where he is just willing to kill people. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is there is almost something here. Like, it's giving the movie two almost. credit. But yeah, there's there's almost something here about the military industrial complex where he's just like constantly talking about how like we're going to kill all these civilians because that's what we get paid to do. Like we're we yeah. are literally paid to murder people and well, not there's ask a line questions. When, when Portman says like, oh, I signed up to protect my country, not to like save some corporation science project. Yeah. And it's like, oh, commentary. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, they go to Mars and uh the USC is just like, you got to retrieve our computer data from our experiments. Um, they go. It's definitely all good. People. It's fine. <laughs> just get it. It's important. Uh, Reaper's twin sister works there and their parents were killed uh, there years earlier, but they've now found ancient skeletons of a super powered hu humanoid race. Uh Saving they their start, babies. Yeah. yeah. They start finding scientists, including Dr. Carmack. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, there's no Dr. Romero in this film, and I'm not sure whether it was because John Romero was on the outs with it at the time or because he was just like, don't, please. <laughs> Leave my name out of, of your God. mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so people are just like freaking out, going nuts and like attacking each other. Ripping their and own ears off. Ripping their own ears off, doing a Van Gogh. And oh, yep. then they find a creature that is just like a big monster. I think it's vaguely supposed to look like an imp from Doom. Mm. Yeah, the early one is is imps. There's two imps, and then there's... Somebody is a Hell Knight in this movie, too. And then there's a Pinky, obviously. And that's kind of it yeah. for the classic... No Caco Demons. No Cyber Demons. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, of course not. We no one would want to see those iconic monsters no. in this video game movie. <laughs> what they want is a BFG, uh, which we do get, I guess. Yeah, but we um, do get the BFG. So yeah, they they start just like there's monsters. Oh no! It turns out people are turning into monsters. Um, the the squad kind of gets picked off one by one by the demons. There's a door that. Sometimes it's a door, but sometimes isn't, which is oh. never really explained. You mean the nano wall? Yeah, the nano wall. I don't do nano walls. Okay. Why do these even um, exist? It's never. Why, <laughs> why don't you just have doors? Like, what is yeah. this for? Like literally, like, what purpose does this serve? I don't is understand. Supposed, like, is it supposed to like filter out like like foreign material, like foreign biological material? Maybe like, that's the only thing that I could see. It is. Like the hospital area, I guess. 
Yeah. But also, instead of, like, that's the kind of uh, setup to justify their weird kind of early kill against one of the imps. They kill Carmack with this thing, or they catch him in the nano wall. And yeah. that's the kind of juxta- or juxtaposition, exposition that they could have set up in this movie instead of giving us this weird five minutes on biological determinism. Like there's some people are just born evil shit. They could have just yeah, like, give, yeah. Give me more about what this wall is for. Yeah. Commit Tell to me your, more about this wall. Yeah. Commit to your big, stupid sci-fi thing. I love that yeah. shit. If it's handled well, but this just feels so cheap. It feels like something that somebody thought was like, you know, what would be really cool is if we caught an imp in like a wall and then it spit out like a weird slug at somebody like in night of the creeps. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's, they're like, oh, um, people liked aliens, right? What if we kind of did that? Where like when people turn into monsters, they spit these like snakes out of their mouths and then those burrow through people's necks and then turn them into demons? Not Question demons, mark? sorry. Not demons. Mutants. Monsters. Yeah. Creatures. Yeah. Is what the Wikipedia summary Xenomorphs. Yes. <laughs> um, well. Yeah, xenomorphs. Stripped of all of the... <laughs> Um, psychosexual horror. They're just there. Mm, I don't know. Weird tentacle things coming out of people's mouths to suck on their necks. It has something on going on there. That that was a little weird, but not nearly on the level. It's like, Um, so that specific feature. So bear with me here. The original mm -hmm. Doom designers had a Necronomicon you know, book in front of them. I learned this actually from the piece we published oh. this week on Doom 3. So they actually were inspired, you know, they they said they were directly inspired by Aliens, you know, the action movie, of course, with yeah, Space Marines yeah. and so on and so forth. But they actually also were very interested in the, the creature design itself. So then this bad movie comes along that is a very watered down version of that. And that feels like, okay, through like five layers of obfuscation, some tiny piece of Necronomicon style art makes it through, basically. And it's like everything about this. Maybe that's the real kind of through line here of everything about this movie is this like watered down version of these other seven aesthetics that had already been overplayed at this Mm, point. Yeah. And then it kind of filters through and filters through and filters through. And this is kind of what we get. Um, and in, in yeah. that in the very way that like maybe Doom three, which came out a year before this movie, was yes. also a little bit guilty of this thing where they tried to realistic up all of the monsters. Whereas I feel like like the modern Doom games are just like nah, everything's orange and green and colorful, and they spit out big slime. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yes. And yes. this is like the height of for this kind of movie and this kind of like product. This is the height of people just saying like, what if everything was like illegible on screen? What if it was just big <laughs> and wet and slimy and you couldn't tell what was what and what was a claw and what was not? It's the Transformers of Doom movies, the Michael mm. Bay Transformers of Doom movies, where it's just like, I don't know. Is that a fucking windshield wiper? Ah, Who cares? It's fucking robot. It blows up in five seconds anyway, and you're never going to remember it. This is that. Yeah. But everything is dark all the time, too. And filled with bad CGI blood that just looks terrible. And yeah, it's impossible to tell what's happening on the screen at any given time. The monsters look like garbage because, again, they're just not legible on screen. You can't tell what you're seeing at any given moment. And so the action doesn't come through either. Yeah, it's like there's a blur filter on every basically monster. And it's it's a product of like, yes, CG... You know, this movie is 15 years old now. It, CG doesn't tend to age terribly well in a lot of cases, et cetera, et cetera. But it also is like, um, it's also a product of like shitty lighting and kind of crappy mm-hmm. like framing and staging. And I actually, so fun fact, I went through the uh, first person sequence with my uh, with my class uh, this week because I was like, hey, hey, we're going to talk about a bad movie this time because we're always looking at good movies um, in this class or interesting movies or all kinds of stuff. But it was also sort of like the thing I, po- I, I sort of challenged them with was, okay, the things that are happening here in the sequence are horror movie things, but none of this is scary and none of it's meant to be scary. Like what's going on here, even though we have like this first person view and blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, has to do with like action and being like put in the shoes of the soldier with the gun and things like that. But it's also very slapstick. So I watched that particular part yeah. a few times and like there's a part where he shoots, you know, an ax out of the monster's hand, which falls into mm-hmm. its head. And like that sequence 
if they had been a little bit more inspired by slapstick and comedy totally. and kind of leaned into that direction, this could have been like a Jason X situation where it's like real stupid, but funny and fun and warm in a kind of way. Yeah. That J- is Jason X knows what it is, right? Yes, right. exactly. Whereas exactly. this movie, that that sequence looks like like a Sega CD FMV game. Yeah, 100%. It looks like those games were like those shooter games that are just like live action where people are taking it very seriously, but it looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what's going on there. Like the scene with like, oh, he shoots the monster and then shoots like the gas tank and it shoots fire on it. Yeah. It looks like Area 51. (sighs) It looks like the arcade game version of Area 51. Yeah. I know there was a movie, I think that came after Doom, that was like shot entirely in first person. Hardcore right? Henry. Oh, Hardcore Henry. Yeah, yeah. That was but years was this later. the first time there had been like this kind of extended sequence? Was that like a big like selling point for this movie? It, this is all yeah. anybody talked about, I feel like, uh-huh. about this movie for years. Okay. Yeah. 100%. It's like, this sequence is so cool. And it's like, I don't think it's exactly great. It is maybe one of the best parts of this movie. It's, uh, it's, and it's novel. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's a part of the movie where there's a couple of things in this movie that kind of do this too, where especially compared to the drivel that was coming out in the form of video game movies at the time, people oh, sure. had something, some things they wanted to try. They were they were yeah. putting in the effort in a couple of places here in a way that wasn't just like, well, we got the rights to this thing. Let's churn something out real quick to make some money so we can make our next bad thing. This wasn't Uwe Boll, is right. what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't the Which, Far Cry that movie. That surprised me. That yeah. surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Carmack liked this movie. Sure. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, nobody expects a video game movie to be Oscar material. But I thought it was a solid action movie with lots of fun nods to the gaming community. I mean, our standards were even lower back then. Let's be clear, I guess. I like mean, in terms of video game movies at this point, we had, of course, Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. We had the first Resident Evil movie. I think maybe the second one at this point. Uh, I feel like it, I don't. I feel like this movie doesn't get made unless the first couple Resident Evil movies had come out at this point. <laughs> like, because the like, first one was two thousand two. Yes, the first yeah. two were out at this point. Resident Evil and Resident Evil Apocalypse had been out at this point. Oh my god, there was one in twenty sixteen. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Holy Danielle. Shit. Mila Jovovich. You know what? Get it. Get it, my yeah. friend. Like, the incredible good. thing about that series is like. They end the world in like the second movie. Yeah, the uh, and then the rest of them are just like a totally different genre. The the third movie is just Mad Max with zombies in it. I actually saw that one. Yeah, I think I've seen the first three. To be honest, they're actually much more fun than this movie. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty fun. Yeah, they're they're, yeah, they're they're basically their own weird campy timeline at this point. They there's a guy in it called Albert Wesker at some point, but it might as well not even be Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we learned that surprise, surprise, the USA was evil. They were experimenting on people with the extra Martian chromosome <laughs> and uh, turned it into a serum that they can inject into people because that's how science works. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and if you have the evil gene, you'll turn into a monster. Just like happened to the aliens. Question mark? Yeah. Um, but some of you, some of them who are injected with the serum will just become, uh, you know, Matrix strong. Yeah. And be able to do <laughs> Matrix jumps and kicks and all that fun stuff. Um, so she, uh, well, they some aliens, sorry, creatures. I can't fucking keep up with this movie. It's so <laughs> stupid. Um they use the Ark to get back to Earth. And, okay, that, this is another positive thing I can say about this movie. I like that stupid teleporter effect. It's a cool it's thing. Good. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, ever since Star Trek, you know, transporters are just, like, oh, shimmer of light or whatever. This weird, like, liquid thing that sucks people in and, like, spits them out on the other side. Pretty cool. And then it's you throw bubble. up because it sucks. Then you throw up. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of, like, Sphere, just the effect. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But, so... Yeah, the the Earth um, uh, UAC site is just totally destroyed. Um, the Marines like follow them there, 
And then Sarge is just like, we just got to kill everybody. <laughs> and uh, he kills Kid because he refused to kill a bunch of survivors. And uh, oh, Pinky, who is a character we haven't really talked about. Yeah. Um, whose, whose lower half was just destroyed by the uh, arc machine. Um for some reason, like it's, I don't think, I, I don't know. It's they, fine. The I way guess. they phrase it is that he got teleported to this universe and his ass got teleported to a different universe. Yep. Yeah. So his ass is in hell. Being yeah. Tortured. Yep. Um, and he can and feel then, it the whole time, which is really fucked yeah. up. Uh, he, oh, one interesting thing he does is that he, he just lets uh, Portman die because Portman was a dick to him. Yeah. Portman fucking yeah. sucks. Did you, yeah, that's the thing. Portman sucks. So he again, does suck, the morality did I, here. Did I? Is that right though? Like, he's, because he at one like, point Sarge is like asking, like, "Oh, do you have eyes on these people?" And he's just like, "No, I don't see Portman." And Port- Portman's just getting fucking killed on the camera. Yeah, he's getting. He's definitely getting Jason Voorhees over there. Voorhees. Yep. But I Portman just turns off his comms at one point, and he can't keep in contact with him. And I could swear. I've, so much of this movie is a blur to me. I watched it literal hours ago and I literally can't remember anything, <laughs> but I could swear he's like listening to music really loud or something like that. And, Por- oh. Oh, and Portman put his camera to face a wall because he was calling for oh. reinforcements. Right. He, d- I thought this was supposed to be like another layer of this, that he's like a secret agent or something that like, Oh, he's doing this in secret, not because he's afraid of Sarge, but because he had some other objective, because that's how convoluted this movie's plot is somehow, even though there's basically no plot. Uh, but no, I guess it was, just... I think he's, yeah, I think he's just realized that shit is breaking bad. And, yeah. um, uh... Yeah, he's just calling for help because, again, this movie's idea of morality makes no goddamn sense. Pinky, <laughs> who also seems to be a genuinely OK person throughout the yeah. entire movie, turns into a monster. No hint whatsoever that maybe he was evil or anything. They even check him and he's like, no, he's good. It's fine. And no, nope. yeah, he turns really into a crappy. pinky demon. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. Do you get it? The demon is called the pinky. That's a reference to the video game Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of the CWification um, of everything, uh-huh. it, it just okay. can't be called a pinky because it's pink or anything. No. Uh, so we get down to like the only two Marines left are Sarge and Reaper. And after the whole first person sequence, we have the final confrontation. You think Sarge is dead for a minute. And there's that great line where he's like, I'm not supposed to die. And uh, because he's the rock. Kinda, Kind of funny, I guess, because he's the rock and like sort of the main character for a while, but then not. Uh, he's turning into a demon, so he has demon powers. Sorry, I keep saying demon. It's wishful uh, thinking. Yeah. He's turning into <laughs> a, an only. alien monster. Uh, <laughs> and Carl Urban has alien monster powers, but he has managed to overcome the alien monster in his heart. So he's Devil Man. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, they fight, and it's the least. Like, I was expecting this. I don't know why I was expecting anything out of this movie, but this fight scene should have been like fucking like mostly. I know ground fighting doesn't look good in movies, but like more feral, more like aggressive. Ground fighting doesn't look good in American movies, I will say, too. There's, you know, Hollywood movies are just really bad at this part. Right. So what we get is like a bad Matrix scene with like. Everyone is so light. They're getting like punched up into the ceiling. The Rock does that jump where he's like running in the air to get up to the catwalk. And yeah. it looks terrible. Like, yeah. it's just so like, it is so CW, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like getting punched oh, yeah. across rooms <laughs> rather than like, like it should be like guts and stuff. Like it should be just a real, but uh, of course, this is we just can't a have bad pro wrestling. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's a real uh, bummer. Yeah, so so Sarge turns into a demon monster, gets sent back through the portal, which you think would be enough. Like you think it would be like, oh, okay, he's he's trapped there now. But no, he also like throws a, a grenade through, and like they mentioned those grenades like so many times. They're like, this is an ST grenade, and I'm like, does that stand for something? Are you going to explain this? No, okay, it's sexually transmitted. <laughs> oh, sexually transmitted grenades are a real problem facing our it's youth today. It's just like, <laughs> it's 
It's like, oh, an ST grenade. Oh, it's like a thermal detonator from Star Wars or something. At least thermal detonator sounded cool. Yeah, it's evocative, yeah, and looked, right? And looked cool. But this is just like a grenade with like a little thing you flip up. And uh, then he finally uses it. And what does it do? It blows up. I just... Whoa. Yeah, right? It doesn't... <laughs> they make such a to-do about this fucking grenade. And then it's just like a regular explosion. I did just Google ST grenade to see if it's a real thing or a thing from Doom. And my understanding is that ST grenade is just the common name for sticky bomb. Wow. Why? I wow. don't know. Why? <sighs> I'm going to type ST grenade Doom and see what happens. All right. I'm going to I'm going to while you do that, I want to pause it one more question uh, for for everyone here. If you had this cast and this budget and the ability to make this movie, what core changes would you make so that you would right. make a very good movie? Well, out of I this? Because the ingredients I are here. Yeah, I would have made a good movie, I think. <laughs> and I, I would have definitely gotten it right. Um, not like these, That was the first mistake. Was really getting it wrong. <laughs> I would have been like, let's make a good movie, okay, everyone? Just like try to do good work. Um, yeah. So I you, would just make it good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just have demons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No alien bullshit. There. Just be like, there are fucking demons on Mars. This is fucked up. And just have you can lampshade it if you want, and just have characters being like, oh Jesus, fuck. Why? Why are there demons on Mars? Hell is real, and then there's a portal to it on Mars. Um. Yeah. What else? Uh. Just a, a good script. Like a script the squad, that the squad makes base any thing, sense. The squad base thing doesn't make sense for a Doom movie. Yeah, because no, the, the squad Doom is, about is one guy. Yeah. yeah, it's about one guy who rips and tears because they have huge guts. And yeah. yeah, the the version of this movie that like I would have probably made begins with the initial Marine team getting their asses wiped out. Right. Yeah. They die, and that's the opening scene with, like, the Dr. Carmack running from an imp or whatever that we see at the beginning of this movie. And then we get the person who is the, I don't know, the John Matrix or whatever. However they want to, like, spin that there's one dude left to fight all these monsters. He doesn't even have to talk, honestly. Just do do Predator, but with demons. Sure. Yes. Like, you can, I mean, I know in Predator there are other characters left until, like, pretty far into the movie. But you could do that, and it would have been more enjoyable than yeah. this. Like, you just have, and yeah, just have one guy just, like, increasingly getting worn down by all these demons. Um, yeah, Predator slash, like, um, uh, what's that movie? Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Die oh, Hard, yeah. yeah. Just, like, one guy. Why does it have to be a squad? He busts through a, like a air vent with a chainsaw and cuts off an imp's head or something. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I would do too is if I had the squad, I would definitely make sure that like the squad members were maybe a little bit just. They, what if they just liked each other? What if instead of just constantly what giving if they had any chemistry at yeah. all? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> what if instead of these terrible idiots throughout the entire movie, they were like the guys from that video that Robert Yang is making a game out of right now that just hitting each other over the head with chairs and kissing each other. <laughs> yes. What if the Doom Marines were just that? That would be good. That'd be nice. Uh, do you, there's a, a sequel, this film. It just came I, out. I, I saw. It, it came out uh, last year in October. It's called Doom Annihilation. Uh, which is interesting because isn't the bad Mortal Kombat movie also <laughs> called Mortal Kombat Annihilation? It, it sure is, yeah. Uh, this one, kind of interestingly, has a female lead, uh, Amy okay. Manson. Doom Gal. Uh, Doom Gal. Yeah. yeah. Actually, her name is Lieutenant Joan Dark. That's, you can't do that. Do you get it? That's wait, Dark. Joanna Dark. That's Joan perfect Dark. That's Joan of Now, wait, do you guys think that that is a video game reference to Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark or a Joan reference to Joan of Arc? Both. I want to. I don't think that they're like the creators of this movie were thinking about that at all. They're just like, what's a cool, what's the equivalent of John for a woman? Oh, Joan. Mm. And then what's a cool last name? Oh, Dark. Mm -hmm. Just like Grim. Grim Dark. I wonder Grim if dark. it's better than this. I can't. I can't help but wonder. Apparently, it's just completely obnoxious. Yeah, it's like oh, a. God. It's like one of those mockbuster. It's direct to video. Oh, 
even better. But that might make it, I don't know, because I'm like, with this movie, if you got, if you made this movie worse, like obviously you could do it better, but if you pushed it worse and worse, it would be, I think, watchable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because then at least it would be fun. Right. Exactly. This isn't even fun in that way. This is not even no. enjoyable from a perspective of, oh, it's weird. What a weird relic from the past. It's like, no, there's a reason we've all forgotten about this. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just. Oh, I'm... guess what? Guess what, though? Uh, Doom Annihilation. Demons. Yeah. Oh, well, that's I... something. I just they shared. Right. I just shared a, in the discord a picture of an imp about to throw a fireball. Yeah, this is this is beautiful. This they isn't. De- imp, they were like, like, "What if we just put demons in it?" Like, oh yeah, oh my god, this imp. Uh-huh. This imp is is a lot. The imp looks. It just looks like it has like angry eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, like, and those are also its I'm ears. <laughs> He's making a fire. That's oh, that's beautiful. He's that's lovely. Like, that's there's anything else I wanted to mention? Oh, Doug Jones is in this movie. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doug Jones as Carmack Imp and Sewer Imp. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, my God. Uh, it's kind of a blink and you'll miss it because obviously he you don't see any part of his body. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's there. Um, so that's something good. Good for you. Get paid. Doug Jones. Yeah, I um, mean, I, I still kind of can't get over the level of actual talent that went into this. Yeah, one hundred percent on the acting side. It was a different time. Yeah, you know, yeah. we we were a more uh, naive nation. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we were more innocent. I mean, we really, in some ways, this is like height of the Bush era, and like I wonder if the reason they don't call them demons was because of a certain conservative strain in the world of 2005 um, yeah maybe Ninten- nintendo was like you can't talk about demons yeah. in a video game movie right yeah, you can't have you can't all no if it was nintendo they would have also not allowed that guy to carve a cross into his own arm yeah, yeah probably because he, not because he said god damn it he took the lord's name in vain <laughs> r is right i think um, unless <laughs> I think this movie has uh, infected our brains in some pretty terrible ways. Um, but, yeah. but I'm glad we talked about it. You know, a lot yeah, of times when I mean, we watch we, something we bad. We had to. We had yeah, to for the SEO. I think yeah. it, it was necessary. This is all my fault, by the way, because I was like, we watch <laughs> well, Doom, wouldn't it? No, the SEO on Doom is so hot right now. We right. had to do it. Yeah, that's why next Sometimes. week we're doing is, an Animal Crossing movie podcast. This is you love to see it. This is not you love to see it. This is we had to do it. <laughs> it's really true. Those SEO demons made us do it. It's so good. I am um, well, Doug Jones as SEO imp. <laughs> God damn it. I will say I do feel exercised, you know, now that we've gotten yeah. this off our chests. Yeah. I feel lighter. I, much lighter, as if we were walking on Mars with the lower gravity. You oh, know? also, gravity just never really explained in this movie, huh? Now that I think about it. That's I mean, they true. have a secret Mars base. What do you want? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Merritt, you got me. You got me again. <laughs> gravity, of course they have. Why wouldn't they have? They're trying to do science. They need gravity. Right. They brought it um, with them, I forgot, on the first yeah. wave. In that bubble, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. from the arc, they brought some gravity in there, too. They, something about the way they say it's a dead planet, like 17 times in this movie. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know what it is about that particular phrasing that just stands out as being so weird to me. It feels almost sometimes in a very, <laughs> in a callback to a previous episode of You Love to See It, our debut episode, in point of fact, it feels like... A bunch of shit was maybe just cut out of the lore of this film. Like they were maybe going uh-huh. for something a little bit bigger, talking about like, oh, it's a dead planet. Like there was an entire ancient civilization here and everything. And it was, yeah. Yeah. But that's never really addressed in any way besides the fact that they had 24 chromosomes or whatever. Well, no, it's because the aliens invented the 24th chromosome mm-hmm. and then it destroyed their society. Right. And then some of them tried to escape to Earth and maybe created people? Unclear. Oh, yeah. Also, but also, Grim, the Lady Grim, 
is an archaeologist who is there or an anthropologist anthropologist who is there to investigate these bones or whatever. One of the chief clues that tells them that, hey, there's monsters on Mars is they find a what Lucy, the big skeleton lady yeah. who has like a baby and they have rearranged her bones, her fossils into like this pose of like sheltering a baby because it's, I guess, supposed to be what she was like when she died. And Carl Urban is like, ah, oh, they couldn't have just died of old age. Their civilization didn't just like peter out because you don't shield a baby from time, which does imply that they were killed in that position and stayed perfectly still the whole time as if they were like, I don't know, frozen solid by a Gorgon or something. Sorry, yes. are you trying to imply that this movie it has may have some logical problems? You know, Merritt, I think it might have at least that one it, or two. It might have some, um, might have committed some filmic crimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> or perhaps you could call them cinema sins. You know? Hey, Merritt, I know we've been doing a lot more video stuff lately. What if we started some YouTube videos, right? I think you've got something here with this. Oh, yeah, all the things wrong with Doom. Oh, let's call it film crime. Film crimes. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. I can't that's... talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should I, leave. I think that's a good place for us to end our film crime, I suppose. <laughs> unless, um, yeah, unless, Stephen, you had any other any other last thoughts? Nope, I think that was the big important one for me. The bones, <laughs> the weird, weird bones. Good, then let's rip and tear to the outro. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us. Uh, please be sure to rate and review our podcast. It helps us so very much. We really do appreciate it if you take that that quick second to give us, you know, those those five stars if you think we deserve it. I think we deserve it for watching this movie and telling you about <laughs> it. Uh, but please listen to all our stuff at fanbyte.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at fanbyte media on Instagram at fanbyte, on TikTok at fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. And also please do watch Late Lunch and all our excellent streams uh, on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Steven, where can we find you online? You can go to twitter.com slash stevenstrom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. Awesome. And Merritt, what about you? I'm at Merritt K on Twitter, two R's, two T's. Awesome. I am at Danielle R-I, and I am asking you all don't watch Doom. Do watch good movies. And uh, you love to see it. We Most had to do it. <laughs> we have to do it. And that was Bye. how it should have ended. Oh. Bye. Bye.